0: People of the world, welcome to a very special edition of VGM Fight Club, Fighters Lounge. I'm of course your host, The Last Recon. For those of you who don't know, um, past couple of months have been very tumultuous for me. Uh, About the beginning of May, the mother of my children moved to Florida with my two sons. Around the second week of June, I drove down to Florida in a harrowing, harrowing 12-13 hour car drive. Get my sons. And then drove back here to Pennsylvania. I've spent a majority of the summer with them. But tomorrow, they go back home to their mothers. And I've done my best to keep a strong... To, to keep a strong will and strong face for them. To not cry in front of them. Um, there's been enough tears already... they were leaving their grandparents they were crying just I you know I've been trying to do my best to be strong for them because I know if I cry it's going to be harder on them like I will shed my tears do not get me wrong I have shed my tears and I will shed many more tears but overall this is where I'm at now Late when I put the kids to bed they don't I don't put a TV on for them, I put on their radio. I have an old phone that has a playlist of songs that are very soft and somber that helps them sleep. Um, recently my son Eric asked me to add some anime music to the playlist because I listen to a lot of anime music in my car when I'm driving and this is what they listen to. I listen to a mixture of things but there's a lot of anime music on my phone. So he asked me to add some anime music to it. Now, there's one particular song, which I will play at the end of this episode, that came on today. Like, I usually, when I get the phone, I set them up to go to bed. I hit random on the playlist, and it will play the first song at random. And the song that played, it just kind of felt like it fit perfectly. And I figured it was kind of fate, or I guess serendipitous. I really need to look up what that word means that I should do like a bonus episode as a dedication to my sons so I will be playing tracks from games that I have played throughout my time being their father from when Eric was first born to up to a few days ago before they you know my last week with them so you know this is going to be a very heart-wrenching journey so this episode is not going to be for the faint of heart there might be some tears, there might be some crying, there'll be some laughter, but you know, I just wanted to put this out there for my sons, because just to let them know that dad loves them, and I will always be here for them, and that everything I do is for them. So, with that being said, we're going to play the first track of night. Now, I will not be going over composers or anything like that, I just... I want to get this done and out the way. I still got a lot of packing to do. I just figured this would be something to help, you know, pass the time. Especially on my flight back. So, because yes, I am getting on a plane tomorrow with them. And I am dreading it because I've never been on a plane before. Everyone's like, oh, you'll be okay. And I'm just like, heh. So, first song we're going to play is from Destiny. Now, when I first found out I was going to be a father, I was working a lot. And I really didn't have time for a lot of games. Um, After Eric was born, I think he was about, mm, let's see, Destiny came out in September. So Eric was born in April. So about mm, five to six, like when Eric was about five months old, Destiny came out. And I played this game religiously. And usually when I would play games, Eric wouldn't really want to sit on my lap. But for whatever reason, when I would play Destiny, Eric would always sit on my lap. And he'd mess with my thumbs. As I'm trying to aim and shoot, I'm like, buddy, daddy got to kill the alien bad guys and the evil robots. And this one particular song always played at the loading screen and was very somber and soft. And sometimes I would use it as a way to lull Eric to sleep if he was being a little fussy to help his mom put him to sleep. Like just, you know, some soft music because it's orchestral. And I feel like the title of the song fits perfectly for how I feel or how I felt the first couple of months being his father. So, the title, this track's title is called Guardian. And it's from the first Destiny soundtrack. Hope you enjoy. We are back. That was Guardian from Destiny. Um, so, like I said, I played Destiny religiously when it first came out. Like, that's the only game I played, like, main Hunter. Um, it was one of the few games I found I, that I could easily play, you know, the first couple months being a dad, because, like, you know, it was just, you know, i go, I would grind, I would do whatever. I was also playing Monster Hunter at the same time, but I usually would play Monster Hunter if Eric was asleep. Or sometimes, you know, I would play, you know, Pokemon, and he would sit there and watch me play Pokemon. And you're probably wondering why I didn't put no Pokemon tracks on this episode. Well, because I've done a Pokemon episode, so I this this is more like tracks from games that held a very special place in my heart. So that being said, the next track. So when I found out Carmen was pregnant with my second son, Stilios. Uh, at the time, we had we were homeless, okay? And she had went up to Buffalo to secure housing for us via Section 8. And I was down here working, and I was staying with a friend at his house. I went to go visit some friends of mine, um, Jay and his ex-girlfriend, Erica, who are both very good friends of mine to this day. And me and Jay were playing Super Smash Bros. 4 on the Wii U. And I remember Jay was handing me my behind with Yoshi, like, let me make this clear, I've said this before, I suck at Super Smash Bros., I completely suck at it, okay, like, I play for fun, like, don't, don't have me play Smash Bros. competitively, like, I play for fun, but anyway, although, I do raise meeples pretty good, but anyway, so, um, Carmen calls me up while I'm on the phone, Like, while I'm playing Jay, and I'm sitting there talking to her. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Like, I had Jay's girl answer the phone and put it on speaker. I was like, hey, what's up? She goes, hey, something I got to tell you. What's up? She goes, I'm pregnant. Now, mind you, we had been trying for, we were trying for another kid, but I didn't think it was going to happen that soon, because this was the January after Eric was born, and I just fell on the floor, because I was just so shocked. Like, what? (laughs) Already? (laughs) Like, wow. Um, Okay. So, this track, this was the track that I was playing in the background. This is the level we were playing on. Um, this is, oh, let me see. Yossi's Island, Melee. But this is a remix version of it for Super Smash Bros. 4 for the Wii U. So, enjoy. Okay, that was the Yoshi's Island Melee mix for Super Smash Bros. 4 for the Wii U um yeah I remember just this track playing cause my boy Jay was using Yoshi and whooping on my behind when I got the news so <laughs> oh man what a time so I remember then we moved up I moved up to Buffalo uh we found housing um Oh, God. So, I remember uh, Carmen was pregnant with Eric. And the day after Eric's first birthday, Mortal Kombat X came out. And I hadn't been playing games in a while because I was so focused on working and working and working. Like, just for us to secure housing. So, once we finally got our first apartment, uh, the car went down three days after we got the apartment. So, I had to trade a lot of my video games in so I could secure, like, money for bus fare and um (laughs) just oh god what a it was such a rough time and I remember Mortal Kombat X came out the day the like the day after Eric's birthday and I remember Eric's birthday night his first birthday I walked all the way to Wegmans I got him a cake and I walked all the way back it was about maybe a one to two mile walk but I did it I walked back got his cake we had saying happy birthday all that stuff um after he went to sleep Karma said it was okay for me to go to a tournament that was being held at GameStop for Mortal Kombat, where the first place was a $25 gift card. Um, I wind up coming in second because of a guy using um, Liu Kang, and he zoned zoned out my Sub-Zero. Because the only other competition I had during the whole tournament was a guy using Ermac. And after I figured out, he was just spamming the same combo over and over again. And many years fighting my brother David, using Scorpion with the teleport crap. I was able to beat him, but then I came up against the Liu Kang user, and pff, I came in second, and mind you, this is after fighting an extra person, I didn't have to fight, because I just, out of kindness of my heart, was like, you know what, eff it, I'll fight, you know, I'll fight the extra guy, because he showed up to the tournament late, and they just threw him in, so it was what it was, but um, I played Mortal Kombat X a lot while Eric was one, and I remember him just being in his crib, bouncing up and down, watching Daddy play Mortal Kombat X, And laughing every time I took someone's head off. So, a little disturbing. I might have been traumatizing my child or numbing him to violence at a young age. But nonetheless, uh, this is The Cove, round two, from Mortal Kombat X. Hope you guys enjoy. That was the Cove, round two from the game, Mortal Kombat X. Um, Man, I really loved this game um, until Ed Boon and his people within all their infinite wisdom thought, hey, here's an idea. Let's nerf Sub-Zero because Sub-Zero Chiromancer form had this throw combo where it was like Ford X, Ford Y. No, I think Ford Y, Ford B. Grab." And he would do like a knife combo, and like I used to string my combos together and end it with that particular grab command. But it was easy to do. Then they turned it into a command grab where you had to hit like down, left, right, X to it just it was a whole thing. But my other reason why I really loved this particular Mortal Kombat was because they put freaking Jason in here, and to me it was just a wrap. Like I used Jason, I used to like shop with Jason. Woo! Oh man. Good times, but moving on. So, after we uh, moved back from Buffalo back to Harrisburg, PA, um, the game Injustice 2 had came out. And both boys used to love watching me play this game, but Eric in particular, he used to love it when I would use Swamp Thing. Because when Swamp Thing wins, he does this thing where he kind of throws his hands in the air and he grows like really big wings... And Eric would imitate it every time. Because when the match would starting, he'd be like, begin! And he'd be like, Swamp Thing wins. And he would just do the whole hand gesture. And just... <laughs> it was always so cute. I also thought it was funny that when it was mentioned Swamp Thing would be in Justice 2, his mother was like, Swamp Thing's not a comic book character. I was like, the hell you do? Yes, he is a comic book character. Well, he's not a superhero. And I just looked at her like, I had children with you? Like, so... Uh, this is the theme of Slaughter Swamp, which is basically Swamp Things Level from Injustice 2. And I wanted to play this because, you know, my kids really loved watching me play this game. And, like, I just, I really did enjoy this game during its heyday. So, uh, other than the grinding with armor and just, oh god, just... I don't. I don't know what Nether Realms was, Nether Realm, and Ed Boon and them were thinking when they thought, "Hey, here's an idea. Let's make them grind extra hard for more levels with their characters." And then when Mortal Kombat 11 came out, "Hey, let's make them grind for each individual armor piece." Like, I get it. They were trying to make the game replayable. Like, you know, you keep playing through, get better armor, get your character. But still, after a while, it's just like, yo, like, I just want to throw hands. But anyway, this is Slaughter Swamp from Injustice 2. Hope you enjoy. That was Slaughter Swamp from Injustice 2. Um, man, Injustice 2, what a roster of characters. I mean, you had Hellboy, um, the Ninja Turtles. Who else was in this game? Sub-Zero, Raiden. Man, like, just great game. Like, I just, you know, I'm Ed, Ed, what, what are you doing, man? Come on, like, like we already know you're not giving us a combat pack 3. We know we're not getting a Injustice 3, at least as far as I know. Just, just... Give us something, man. Like, hey, Marvel's not doing anything with their characters. Hey. Hey, hey. Hit up Marvel. See if you can get some of their characters. Make a Marvel fighting game. You obviously did good with DC. Because we've all definitely forgot about MK versus DC. Moving on. So, when the boys got a little bit older and started showing some interest in games, I think Stills was about two, maybe three. And Eric, he had been about... mm, four, three going on four, uh, because they're kind of only a year apart, like, so this will be six on the 20th, and Eric is now seven, so when they start showing interest, I put them on the Super Nintendo Classic, and at first I tried, uh, Super Mario World slash Super Mario Brothers, and Eric kept running to the left, then I put them on a game to fight against each other, and of course, I put them on none other and Super Street Fighter 2 for the Super Nintendo, so... The track that played is the level that they first played on because Stilios chose Ken and Eric chose Zingif. <laughs> so, this is the theme of Ken's stage from Super Street Fighter 2. Hold on, let me make it, I get that right. Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo for the Super Nintendo Ken's theme. Please enjoy. It's a classic. We all know it. theme from Super Street Fighter 2 for the Super Nintendo um just you know it's funny because I never was a Ken user that was my brother David's character I always used Ryu then when um Street Fighter Alpha 3 came out I tried using Cody wasn't very good with him it wasn't until Street Fighter 4 I switched over to Sagitt and I became good with him in Alpha 3 and Street Fighter 4 Uh, asked my friend Chuck hey buddy Still didn't win that title for me, ha ha. But yeah, um, I just started using Ken to Marvel vs. Capcom Two, and that's after it came out for the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. Which um, hashtag Free MVC Two? Yeah, t- t- people tweet that. We're trying to get M- look maximally do to start a thing. We're trying to get MVC Two re-released on the Xbox One and PS Four. So hashtag Free MVC Two. Please contribute to the cause. Moving forward, um, I didn't use Ken to then. Uh, I didn't like using Ryu in Marvelous Capcom 2, but Ken, I love using in Marvelous Capcom 2. Uh, but yeah, th- this was the first game they played against each other, and still they else whooped on Eric, which was funny. <laughs> but past couple of months, the boys have been getting a little bit older, and they've been wanting to play more games. So the last couple of tracks are from games that they have been playing more recently. Um, so the next track, because they've seen me play Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And they have played Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. But every time Dad plays Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, they want Dad to pick one particular character. This is the theme of Stack Up slash Gyromite from Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And this is Rob's theme. Yes, ROB. They love me picking the robot. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoy. But don't get me wrong. Hey, I would be doing work with Rob, honestly. So just, yeah, they, they like seeing me pick Rob. So I pick Rob even though I know I'm going to get my behind kick. But. Here's the track. Alright, that was the stack-up slash gyro my theme from Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. The theme of Rob. I don't know why my kids immediately gravitated towards the robot, but they did. And what makes it even funnier was when I finally put them on the game to play by themselves. So uh, Eric chose Off, and Stelios chose Lucario. And Stelios just had great fun... Walking off the stage and killing Lucario over and over again, he would laugh at the explosion. I'm just like, okay, hey, you know, you guys are playing and having fun, like that's what matters. So <laughs> can't say much. um But another game they started playing that they really got good at, and come to find out, Stilios is actually pretty good at racing games. Was Super Mario Kart Eight Deluxe for the Switch. Um, I put them both on this and I raced against them, and of course, Dad kicked that butt. But Stilios outdid his brother every time and beat him in the race. And Stilios wound up coming in second. And it was even funnier because Saturday I took them to the arcade and they were playing Cruisin' Exotica. Eric came in 10th and was talking trash the entire time. And mind you, I didn't help him at all. So then I put Stilios on the game. And I didn't help him either. He had to get up real close to hit the pedal because you couldn't adjust the seats. And there's a video of it up on my Facebook page. And a picture. Uh, Stilios came in third by himself no help from dad none whatsoever and i was quite proud of him for that so the next track is from super mario kart 8 deluxe swamp ruins because this is the track that still beat eric on hope you guys enjoy Want ruins from the game Super Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Um, like I said, this was like one of the first times I've played a game. Sat down, we all played together on a game, and you know, of course, Dad beat that. But I mean, I didn't use no red shells on them; just threw green shells, you know. Although once they learned how to use the powers themselves, like Silos kept getting Bullet Bills, and Eric kept getting Thunderclouds and stars. And ugh, what a frustrating race that was. But hey, we got through it. They did good. They're getting better. Definitely getting better. But man, they suck at Mario Golf. Oh, they suck at Mario Golf. And my god, Eric is a big trash talker. Like, I thought I was a big trash talker. But my god, this boy. But, so, coming to the end of the show. There's two tracks left. So the first track, I've played on... I've had played on a couple of different podcasts. And I also played it on my podcasts. And I'm going to keep playing this song for a very long time. And it's a song that's on their Lullaby playlist too. Sayonara. um, No, I'm sorry. Mm. Sayonara Rolling Star from Beautiful Katamari. Because every time I hear this song, I always think about my sons. Because I know it's not really, you know, sayonara, it's not really goodbye. It's just more like see you later. But I've always liked this song because they love playing Katamari. And this was one of the first songs that played the first time I put them on Katamari. Because I remember um, thinking to myself, like, man, the boys want to play games, but I don't know where to start them. And I went on to VGM NBC Discord and a couple of people on there, Ed Wilson included, was like, hey, try beautiful Katamari. So I went out and got the game for them, and, you know, they've loved it ever since. I even got Katamari re-rolled for the Switch, so, um, this is Sayonara Rolling Star from beautiful Katamari. suck because I do have to say sign on to my rolling stars like my sons they're my everything everything I do all the sacrifices I make all the struggles I go through I do for them and they are what give me hope they are what give me life they are the reason why I breathe because I know it's cliche to say, but like, I knew the moment that I became a father, my life would change. I just didn't know how much my life would change because of them. Like I knew it would change, but I didn't know how great of a change, great of an impact they would have on me. Like I look at my sons, I always aspire to be greater than what I am the day before so that they may follow my footsteps and be greater than me someday. I remember I used, I used to work at a warehouse job called Chewy. I had one of the younger guys there. They asked me what it was like being a father because I used to walk around with my safety vest and I would have pictures of my kids in my vest. So I could always remember and focus on the task at hand. So like even on my darkest days, even on days that was bad or things was going bad inside the, you know, inside the warehouse, like I could look at my vest and know this is why I'm here. This is my goal. This is my focus. I remember the one guy, young guy, he's like, hey, man, what's it like being a father? I told him. And it's the most nerve-wracking, patience-testing, energy-draining thing there is in the world. But, I live to wake up every day to see how they'll surprise me. That, to me, is the definition of fatherhood. Knowing that You're going to go through trials and tribulations. You're not always going to have the most energy. You're not always going to be in the best of moods. But just to see your kids, see how your kids will surprise you every day makes it all worth it. Just seeing those smiles, getting those hugs, you know, those I love yous or I miss yous, things like that. And as I said, the reason why I did this episode, because I went in their room and, um, I added some music from my own phone to their phone. Some of the stuff I listened to that I knew that they liked. And when I hit Shuffle Tonight, because this is their last night that they'll be with me till Christmas, this particular song played. And it just, it kind of cemented the moment. And while it is sad, and while I do feel grief and I do hurt, I know that I had my time with them, that they enjoyed their time with their father, they enjoyed their summer with me, and that it's okay. I'm not letting them go, I'm not saying goodbye, it's just a, you know, a see you later, you know, it's time for dad's break, you know, they gotta go to school, it's time for them to go spend time with their mom, so it'll be okay. I will see them again. So the song I'm going to play... The song I played on their phone... When I hit random... Is Sanctuary. From Kingdom Hearts 2. And this is the ending version... From After You Beat Kingdom Hearts 2. And this is also special to me because... I remember... Kingdom Hearts is one of the few games... That the boys will actually sit there and watch me play. And they'll just be quiet. Along with Ori and the Blind Forest. Which... You know, I could have made a whole different, uh, I could add that on here too, but some of these tracks, they just they just hold a little bit more meaning and history to them. But so, this is the last track of the night. Uh, thank you to everyone who has supported me through this time and has given their, you know, their well wishes and things like that. I've checked in on me. I appreciate everything anyone has done to help me get through this tumultuous time. It has been a struggle. It has been tough. And I will be okay. You know, so um, I just wanted to put this out there. Boys, someday when you listen back to Dad's old Podcast, you know, if, if you listen, if, you know, if you're not too cool for that when you get older, do know that Dad loves you. And I am always here for you, no matter what. Good night, and as always, Wu-Tang Forever.